Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Al Feshback. And I bet you look good on the dance floor, baby. Is that an Arctic Monkey song? You fucking know it. Okay. I'm glad to see I am still hip with my post-Brit pop cultural references from the mid-2000s. Yeah, that's from like 2004. From the mm-hmm. beautiful record, whatever people think I am, that is what I'm not. Something like that. It's a good title. Or whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. Something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, good title. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's what influenced uh, uh, Panic at the Disco to have really gigantically long song titles. I think it's perfect because it's obviously our annual Record Store Day podcast. They just announced, released the list of all the new vinyl coming out. I, I looked at that literally yesterday. And it had yeah, it came out today. today. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. It doesn't happen until like June and July, but whatever. Yeah, I think it's July this year due to COVID stuff. It's so. June and July, okay. like I said. Okay. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of good this, ska stuff this year. Alex and I are at odds with each other, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, sorry, who, what am I saying? Gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> there are yeah. no ladies that listen to this podcast. By law. <laughs> yep. Not yeah. Yet. Uh, I, if you are, you had to click on the no girls allowed. It's, only just, it's really just Oklahoma state law because yeah. we have such a regressive legislator. Boom. Local politics. Like. Yeah. I was going to say it was our choice, but you know, whatever. Yeah. You have to, whenever you click on our, our podcast, it says mail, it says ASL. And if you put an F in there, you're not, you're mm-hmm. not allowed in. That is a 2000s AOL joke. Uh, the best kind of jokes. <laughs> all my, all my favorite jokes are about instant messenger. <laughs> it would be terrible. Like if you're, if you're like, you're like, okay, I'm going to break into stand up comedy. But I'm only going to tell jokes that were culturally relevant to the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so what was your aim name? Do you remember? Uh, yeah. My first one was Cat Freak 7. Ooh, yeah. mine was Hockey, without an E, Stud 89. Oh, nice. Because yeah. 88 wasn't available because yeah. that was the year I was born. I remember when people talked to you, his name was like Chick Magnet and then some numbers because like that's what you do. And oh, like yeah. when you're in sixth and seventh grade, it was after, you, you know, after an MXPX song. Oh yeah, uh, I felt like he was, I was a true punk rocker. Breaking rules anytime I was on AOL too. Uh, yeah, because you'd go to chat rooms uh, and talk to grown adult men who just want to know your hobbies and interests. Yeah, that's all that they, they, they want to know exactly what kind of stud you are. <laughs> How studly are you, hunk? Look, do you have some news for us, or are we just going to jump into this thing? Oh, I mean, I have some news. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Star Wars Obi One cast has been announced. Have you seen this? Do you know what this is? I have. It's you the have. show starring Hayden Christensen. Uh, it's a sequel to Jumper I've been waiting for. Do you know who else is in it? Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, Joel Edgerton is in it. Yes. Benny Safdie is in it. Yes. Camille Nanjiani is in it. Yes. Uh, Bonnie. Uh, you're, you're now Bonnie at this Peace point, you're like, I don't know the rest of the people, so I'm just going to say them. Oh, see, I don't, I don't know anybody else but Bonnie, and the only reason I know her is she's Aunt Beru, and the only reason I know that is because of the Nexium documentary on HBO. Who's Aunt Beru? Aunt Beru? Uncle Owen? Oh, uh, okay. You're talking about Luki's. Have yeah. you ever seen Star Wars? Luki's up. I only saw episode seven. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> Easily. Well, and the holiday special. Well, and the Ewok cartoons. Uh, here's some fucking news. Uh, the Bad Batch is going to premiere on May the 4th. Mm-hmm. I had no fucking clue it was coming so soon. 
Hooray for us. Yeah, I mean, this is, Disney seems to keep their release dates close to the vest anyway. Yeah. Uh, they don't seem to announce them until, like, basically a couple months before. Which is kind of what Netflix does as well, too. I wonder if it's going to be... Do you know if they said how many uh, episodes it's going to be? They have not. I'm guessing six because uh, of some of our other news. We got a trailer for Loki, which premieres in June. Yeah, which I did not watch. You haven't seen the show that hasn't premiered yet, Loki? Or you haven't seen the trailer? The trailer. Uh, let me tell you, and I'm, I'm cool with the show that we're about to be talking about today. Uh, but the trailer for Loki is better than all three episodes of the show we're about to talk about. So take that for what you will. Uh, Russell Crowe. I, for some reason, when you said Russell Crowe, I thought my my brain thought Russell Brand. I was about to get really excited for a second. Oh my God. Russell Brand is playing Superman. And the next, and Ta-Nehisi Coates and J.J. Abrams Superman. I would lose my mind. That would be the greatest thing ever. Just the, that, that combination of those three people. Yeah, I don't think it could be better. People people would hate it, but I would genuinely love it. It'd be the best comic book movie of all time mm-hmm. to the two of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and maybe to my girlfriend. And she he might d- also be in He doesn't fight like Lex Luthor or like Zod. He fights real crime. He fights... <laughs> <laughs> he fights injustices <laughs> that are happening on Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, he, he fights the man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, holy shit. Cool. Uh, Russell Crowe has been cast in the new Thor movie. Thoughts, opinions, feelings? I think it'll be fun. Just just more the merrier at this point. Uh, I hope he's a villain. Because, I, oh my god, that'd be great. I, I hope he plays himself. I hope he throws a phone. Or is that Mel Gibson? I think it was Mel Gibson. Ah, well, you can do it too, Russell. I believe in you. Uh, and last but not least, as far as at least my news is concerned, uh, Jupiter's Legacy trailer dropped yeah, today. Which is exciting. Uh, Netflix made the deal with Mark Millar years ago for all the content <laughs> to Millar World. And this is the first thing coming out of it. Uh, which... I'm excited for it. The production value looks insane compared yeah. to the other comic book shows that we've seen on Netflix. The budget must have been oh, I know. fucking big. It's still funny too. There's I I shouldn't read stuff like this, but like there's already like a corner of the internet that like already hates it based off the trailer uh, alone. But they're like like it's just trying to be like the movie version of like the boys. I'm like, but this is a completely different book. This isn't like they didn't see the boys and were like, we're gonna do this. This was material that. I think Jupiter's Legacy might predate the boys, but I could be wrong on that. But they're around the same time. That's ridiculous. Um, I know that somebody else is even uh, comparing it to Watchmen, um, which also no. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't get the vibe at all. I mean, it's very much. I think it's going to be more serious because I've read the books. Uh, but I mean, we both love Kick Ass. We both love The Kingsman. Uh, I really enjoyed Wanted, even though Wanted comic and the movie are fairly different. But I mean, every a- adaptation of his work so far. At least with live action uh, actors, I've really enjoyed. Yeah, both Kingsman, both Kickass, honestly, are yeah. both. Actually, I really enjoyed films. Superman Red Sun, the animated movie that we watched too. Oh well, I mean that's a different beast altogether. Sure. But that story was incredible, and what Mark Miller does best is he writes about uh, six to twenty issues of really great comics mm-hmm. and says, "See you later." Yes, yeah, that's how you make money in comics. I, I guess so. Yeah. You, you write six issues, and then you sell your idea. All right. Is that all the news you, you have fit to print? 
Uh, sure. That's another search. I shouldn't say that. Anyways. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're totally yeah. ripping off. I am. You are not Kevin, and I am definitely not Mark. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're going to be Mark. talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. Plus. The first three episodes, episode four, comes out the same day that this releases as well. Oh, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, shit. Uh, so this is our second excursion into the Marvel Disneyverse, with the first one being WandaVision. Yep. For the TV shows go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I was uh very excited to watch this. Um we were all what did we talk about last time? What was our last episode about? Uh remember? I don't remember. No, it's pretty bad that I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. No, we're we're idiots. It was the Snyder Cut. Oh yeah, it was the fucking Snyder yeah, Cut. We're idiots. Uh so I hadn't watched the first episode because this came out like a day after the Snyder Cut did or some shit. Something uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, right? Like whatever. Uh so I basically waited a week. So I saw the pictures of the new Captain America. I was like, okay, cool, fun. That's smart. It's good. So I had that spoiled for me. Maybe that took away from my enjoyment some. He, he was in the trailer as well. Oh, was uh, he? Yeah. Then I should have known better. I guess. Like <laughs> <laughs> me. Uh, yeah. I guess I could have seen that and known. Um, but I just remember the preseason talk mm-hmm. of who's going to be the new Captain America. Yeah. All that good shit. Uh, but yeah, this is fun. Yeah. What's your initial impression? I really enjoy it. The first episode's definitely slower, uh, but like it, it's doing the setup. Like we learn what Sam's going through. I loved seeing Rhodey, uh, War Machine at the museum dedication for Captain America. That was great. I loved seeing like the whole, like even the background stuff, like the decoration of like the Captain America display, his photos throughout the years. One of them, what had one of the photos in the background was actually the iconic compa cover of Captain America punching Hitler. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a nice touch, and I just love that I didn't expect Rhodey to be in this. I thought it was great, uh, and we got to see the Winter Soldier, Bucky, trying like process like his grief like in this world. His sessions with the therapist were fun, but mostly like how we saw him interact with the senator that was on Hydra's payroll. Uh, and but like it was so tragic when we saw him dealing with his friend and we learned that he killed his son and so he's trying to make amends but didn't know how so it's a real and how sam couldn't get a loan uh yeah. he had no credit history for because he was gone because he was blipped yeah uh there's a lot of things that you kind of have to suspend some disbelief for because uh, that would cause a real financial crisis if no one who's if half yes. the world cannot get that is an yeah. economic conundrum. Yeah. Which really, I mean, I can just say it's probably because the guy was racist and they were black. So it seemed yeah. a little bit that way. And I do like, and more episodes do this, but the show definitely does not just subtly imply, but at times also heavily tell you about the racial issues uh, of all this, which I did not expect coming from a Disney Marvel property. No, and to me, it's a pleasant surprise. Yeah, Some I agree. Are probably very uncomfortable. With yeah, it. but those people suck. <laughs> they fucking blow, man. Yeah. Those people really fucking suck. Yeah. Now let's talk about some actual problems, right? Okay. I mean, obviously, okay. This is a big First, problem. Zemo is evil. Uh, <laughs> people are making super soldiers. The flag smashers are smashing flags. Which I've not seen them actually smash a single flag. Uh, can, also, could you really smash a flag because it's made of cloth and like you can't really smash something that like just flaps loosely in the wind? All I want for the rest of the season is for Baron Zemo to do a stuck in the middle with you pulp fiction. That would be amazing. A hundred percent, I'd be I would be down for that. I would shit myself, and he could pull it off. Yeah, I would yeah. literally scream. <laughs> yeah. I would straight up scream. Um, 
there's a lot of moments and things in these movies and TV shows that I can suspend a lot of my disbelief for. Here's one that I cannot. And I had big issues with this. And this is probably something that a lot of people think are minor. I don't think I even saw this in any articles that I've read or podcasts that I listen to because I read shit about comics. I listen to shit about comics. I want to know. I'm in the know. I got to tell you the news and shit. So here's my thing. Uh, you have to make some things realistic. And in a movie and TV show, when you've got a bunch of fight scenes, you might have to dis, you know, suspend disbelief. There's a fight in episode one in a fucking plane. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a gigantic hole blown in the plane. Yes. And then the fight scene that happens afterwards is the most quiet fight scene that has ever happened. Yeah. As if wind is not rushing in, going hundreds upon hundreds of miles an hour. I'm okay with that because it's just like in every movie that we see that takes place in like sand gravity that takes place in like outer space. I mean, I'm not asking for like a bunch of red flashing lights and a bunch of sirens and shit. I just want it to be a little bit more thought out. Sure. I am ready for you to storm the the Marvel Ranch. Yeah. 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 The Marvel <laughs> the, compound. The issues that I have yeah. with Marvel are like, why didn't you put the sound effect mm-hmm. of wind being in there? And the issues I have with DC are like, why do you always <laughs> hate everyone? Yeah. I can't wait to watch the news <laughs> and be see like one man insurrectionist at Disney compound. <laughs> it's happening. Actually, don't put me on a list, Disney. I want to come <laughs> see you guys. You know, once all this is over. Uh, I'm, I did, we talked about the racial issues earlier, but I did love how Bucky knew that there was someone else uh, that the captain or that the two pillars here was tested on. And, of course, it was a black man, uh, which came from the storyline from the comic books, Captain America book. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Red, white, and oh, it's not blue, but maybe it is. Anyways, but, like, of course... They would test the serum on a black man before they're testing it on a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white guy as well. Oh, sure. Uh, and we got we got to see his grandson as well. And his grandson, for anyone that's familiar with the comics, is Patriot, a part of the Young Avengers. Uh, so, and we had Wanda's kids in WandaVision who were also part of the Young Avengers. So maybe Disney is slowly, or Marvel slowly, building that as well. Yeah, it could be fun. We're, get, we're getting more and more people here. We get another appearance of uh, Agent Carter in episode three. Yeah. Uh, shit. And really, we saw Zemo at the end of episode two, but really, he, we really gave him an episode three. But episode two is where the show really came to life for me. Because what I love about Bucky and Sam is their interactions with one another. Like, their frustration, their grading, the whole buddy copness between the two of them. I wish it was more focused on that. This show is very sprawling. When... You know, it's called Falcon and Winter Soldier, and we just had WandaVision. WandaVision was focused on Wanda and yes. Vision. Falcon and Winter Soldier is just about this big cover-up and, like, all these things that are going on. I mean, on this, this, to this is a this is, buddy cop movie. It's Lethal Weapon. It's bulletproof. It is, I'm sure, uh, Bruce Willis must have been in a buddy cop movie at some point. Good cop? Uh, kindergarten cop. Uh, what's the one with uh, Tracy Morgan cop out cop out yeah he was wow damn I got it yeah yeah <laughs> uh, Kevin yeah. Smith really? yeah great movie too uh, was it though yes because Sean William Scott's amazing in that movie <laughs> yeah you were not yeah. wrong yeah uh, but I don't know it's that's the kind of stuff I love like whenever they're in the warehouse and they're bickering about how to handle the flag smashers uh, and Sam makes a joke 
uh, talking about how they'd call him like White Panther, and he's like, it was White Tiger, actually, or, or, or White Wolf, sorry. Yeah. It was White Wolf. Uh, just small stuff like that, uh, which I thought was great. Uh, the Flag Smashers, too, are interesting because. Yeah, Marvel does a, a really good job at humanizing their yes. villains uh, better than anybody else. And DC, I think, is starting to finally pick up on that. But I mean, we just had excellent villains in Black Panther, uh, in Avengers. Like, we've had a nonstop just barrage of great fucking Marvel yeah. villains who we were able to relate to. I don't think they've done a good a job yet. As the Netflix Marvel TV shows, like with Kingpin and Killmonger uh, and Bushmaster uh, and Cottonmouth. Uh, but they they do have less episodes to do it in because those shows have 13 episodes. Uh, I don't, and Agatha was a lot of fun. I think Flashbacks are fun and to a lesser extent, I, I really enjoy John, uh, US Agent. Uh, but we want to learn if he's going to be a villain or not yet. Oh, he's a hundred percent going to be one of the villains of the season, it, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, I'd imagine so knowing like what I know about us agent, uh, what I know about, especially Nick Spencer's run on captain America, but it's, we saw a change in him in episode three, like episode two, he's kind of like a cocky jerk, uh, who very much wanted to be captain America and save the day. Uh, but he's still kind of cocky the way he bailed them out of jail. But episode three, when we saw him interact with the person that was harboring the flag smashers, when we saw a turn in him, because like, I think that he intentionally, you're supposed to think to yourself, like Steve Rogers would never act this way. Yeah. And I mean, here's the other thing, like this guy's under an immense amount of pressure and stress. And I think you kind of get that at the beginning of episode two, where he's in the, uh, like the dressing room the locker room yeah right at the beginning and like really contemplative like i don't think that he's altogether a bad dude yes uh i think he's probably got some ptsd yeah. or some shit he, he's more complex up, yeah 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 which exactly. I, I i think will pay off uh by the end of it I hope so. as well i hope so and i, I hopes for that. and i do love how just bucky and sam hate him <laughs> like <laughs> they won't like, give him a chance they don't want to work with them that's my favorite part of it is they're just part of the reason that i think that he could end up turning. Yeah. Honestly, like yeah. these good guys turn people bad sometimes. Uh, so these things happen. In episode three, uh, Bucky frees Baron Zemo from prison because nobody hates super soldiers more than Baron Zemo. So why not make you know the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Uh, and I love Daniel Brohl's Baron Zemo. I think he's great. He's a lot of fun. Uh, I think he eats up the screen anytime he's on it. Episode three uh, was. On par with any episode of WandaVision, episodes one and two, I would put below probably every episode of WandaVision, but episode three holds its own. I really think they're different kinds of shows. Like well, yeah, WandaVision is a very different. slow plotting, uh, and this uh, methodical. is nothing but action. And yes, it's an action movie. I I really wanted more of the same after I saw WandaVision. Like I know it's going to be different. I want some action in this. But I want more story. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and we're getting that. And we got... We're starting to. Yes. Yeah. And this, this is definitely... And the episodes in this are longer than they have been in WandaVision so far. Yeah. But, like, in this show very much leaves me... Just like WandaVision, it leaves me wanting more when the episode ends. Like, I don't want to wait till next week because yeah. I, I want to see this full story play out. Like, I want... And I think Mandalorian, like, why I always wanted more, I think the fact that Mandalorian, for the most part 
each episode was like that old school formulaic like story uh a monster of the week like type episode leaves you like satisfied like i cannot wait until my next meal one division and falcon or soldier you're like i i want to be a glutton like i want to eat more right now at this very moment yeah yeah they're they're that level of content uh and by the way, I think we're going to have to end up doing what we do with WandaVision and do a Falcon and Winter Soldier corner the next two weeks uh, as it wraps up. Yeah, I think you're. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, we're going to be getting basically a movie's worth of content over the next three weeks. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be fun, very fucking fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's we're very. I mean, I would say especially with like how we just saw the Jupiter's Legacy trailer. Uh, we're very spoiled so far with 2021 compared to 2020. Like so far, we haven't had to like dig for like loosely connected like superhero content. Like the Nevers comes out next week on HBO Max. I think the Joss Whedon like superhero adjacent TV show, but it's not based on a comic. We don't have to do that because there's Invincible has come has come out. Yeah, uh, we're gonna end up talking about like five episodes of that next week yeah. or some shit. Yeah, yeah. so. We've been fortunate, and so far at least, uh, and like, like we, even though movies haven't come out, like there's still news about like how The Witcher season two finally wrapped and stuff like that. So hopefully we're going to continue getting, uh, and like you mentioned, the Bad Batch release date. So hopefully at least in the TV realm, uh, we'll continue. Yeah, to get it seems home. it seems everything in the TV world is on on track with where it needs to yeah. be. So that's good. But it's it's just the movie stuff. But anyways, yeah. let's get back to to Falcon and Winter Soldier here. Um, what was your biggest? Because um, you haven't really said any. What's your biggest concern or gripe? Uh, I I want to also give my I don't know favorite moments so if far. they're going to be able to pay off everything in just three more episodes. Okay. Because we need to resolve what's going on with the flag flag smashers. We have to wrap up what's going on with uh, Baron Zemo. And obviously, the way episode three ended, that complicates it a bit more. Yeah, I bet. I mean, we're going to have almost three hours of content to do it. We still have all the stuff with U.S. Agent, with John Walker as well, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, And then we have, I don't know if we're going to wrap it up, obviously, the the underlying theme of the series, which is about loss and coming to terms with, like, trauma and grief, much in the way that uh, WandaVision was. Like, this is about, WandaVision was about trauma and loss. This is about them dealing with the trauma of losing Steve. And the responsibility that has been thrusted upon them, or that they feel should uh, they should take over. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, these two TV shows are just a fallout. They are what has happened in the wake of the events of Endgame, which is a really cool thing to see. And I know that Loki is going to be a little bit different, especially based on the trailer. Um, we're not going to be dealing with the same shit. Yeah, it's going to be entirely different. And I, oh my God, I cannot wait to see some Owen Wilson. Yeah, these are shows that, like, as much as we loved, like, having WandaVision be, like, nine episodes, like, why couldn't Falcon and Winter, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Loki be nine episodes? Yeah, uh, Loki is, looks, uh, and you're probably going to hate this comparison. Actually, you might actually fucking love it. Uh, it reminds me of a Umbrella Academy, like, with the subject matter yeah. and what it's going to be tackling. It reminds me of James Hall Love Strike Back. Loki's gonna go and get revenge on the people who talk crap about him. <laughs> no, that is not at all what's happening. Um, it, the trailer is fantastic. He's gonna run onto the set of Good Will Hunting three. It's going to. I have a feeling that the Loki series is going to wipe the floor with both of these other ones. That's my prediction. Wow. 
I think I'll have it ranked in my top 10 higher than both of these other two. Well, we'll see. But right. yeah, it is going to be interesting with the Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki, and Black Widow. It's a pretty safe bet that I think all four of those make our top 10 by the, the end of the year. Well, we're going to have the Bad Batch. We're going to have... Well, so we might have Hawkeye. We, we should have Marvel What If as well. Uh, I don't think... I have a feeling what if may not crack mine. But we'll and see. We'll see. We'll have another four or five DC properties announced and canceled. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I guess that was some news too that we skipped over. Let's touch on New that. Gods canceled. New uh God's and canceled. the trench uh, is canceled. Uh, which is the James Wan's uh, uh follow up to Aquaman. Yeah, the Aquaman adjacent movie. Yeah. Um so is Aquaman two still on? Uh allegedly supposedly, but who knows at, the, yeah, at this point. Okay. All we know is the Batman and anything else? I think just is that, I can't think of I can't think of any other DC movie filming. Anything. The Flash. The Flash hasn't started filming yet. I, I'm not counting anything until it starts filming. Okay. Well, Batman and I, I think there's one. Of the, oh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah, we're yep. idiots. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, well, here's some things that I liked from from this. Uh, first of all, the jackets. Oh, good God, the jackets in this are fucking incredible. Uh, yes, I loved. Like Zemo's jacket that he wore Zemo's is great. very close to his uh, comic book costume as well too. Mm-hmm. Falcon's uh, uh, like seventies brown leather, yes. yeah, like motorcycle jacket, yeah, fucking dope. I loved Agent Carter's jacket, school shit. I love Sam getting mad because Bucky didn't like Marvin Gaye because Bucky liked music from the forties. <laughs> 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 and then Zemo's. Very racist explanation of why Marvin Gaye was great. And Sam was like, "You can't say that. He's right, but you, 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 you can't say that." <laughs> the the little moments of humor in here yes. are, and them taking Zemo's plane and be like, "You have a plane?" He's like, "I'm a Baron." Like, of course. <laughs> yeah. And then Zemo's just perfectly evil, awful butler as well. Too. It's just yeah, it just acts like, "Oh yeah, of course we're here, ready to go for you." But I think what I love more than anything else is they were in Madripoor. Which is a mutant yes. stronghold in the comics. I that, was going to mention that yes. before. Yep. That's closer than any X-Men thing we've gotten so far in any Marvel stuff since they've been announced. I mean, we had Quicksilver. Yeah, but until they call them mutants. Uh, fair enough. That's um, that's fair. It really is yeah. fair. I'll give you that. I will straight give you that. No problem. So, for Loki, I'm expecting Hugh Jackman to be the co-star at this point. Uh, I think the only... Uh, song that I've recognized so far is a song by uh, Edith Piaf, the famous... Uh, French singer. I can't remember if there's any other songs that I've recognized. I, I think I can't. Yeah, of the soundtrack. And I was absolutely baffled. Uh, I do think the the set design and the whole world they built for Madripoor was great. Like Madripoor was incredible. Everything yeah. else, I I've been kind of a little underwhelmed yeah. with. So I was. I mean the the um, the memorial. That yeah, they built for Steve was was incredible. great. I thought the scene too, where the Flag Smashers do like their flash mob. I, th- I thought that was a great scene as well, visually. Uh, outside that building, and we see the main Flag Smasher oh jump out God, of the window. I fucking love it. Uh, and then the small stuff but too. The flag Smashers are uh, what's what's the main one's name? What's her name? I can't remember what her name is. Uh, holy shit, she's great. Yeah, she's uh, really. She again. That's that's how yeah. complex and uh, creative Marvels with their villains is. Yeah. This woman has a reason behind what she's doing. These people are conflicted. They are very much like Thanos in they're trying to achieve something real and good. So it's it's really cool to to watch good battle good battling evil. I don't <laughs> yeah. fucking Yeah, know. yeah. But it's it's wild. Yeah. It's really cool. 
Um, all right. I don't, I don't think I want to even rank this though because we're only halfway through. Okay, well I'm still going to do it. That's fine. Because go ahead. I'm not going to break from tradition. Because I think my ranking will be higher after I see everything. Uh, I'm going to rank this an eight out of ten right now. I was going to give it an eight out of ten too. Uh, I. <laughs> it's one of the things to where like, oh, it's Friday. I'm looking forward to putting on another episode of Falcon Warner Soldier above above anything else right now. Yep. Uh. So, and like, I still, have you watched uh, Kong vs. Godzilla yet? No. Uh, I, I love those movies, especially Kong Skull Island was fantastic. And I'm looking forward to King Kong vs. Godzilla, directed by Adam Wingard, who I've really enjoyed him as a director. But I'm like, I was like, Friday night, do I watch this or do I watch Falcon Lord Soldier? And it wasn't even a choice. It was Falcon Lord Soldier for me that night. Yeah. Uh, here's my thing with, with King Kong and Godzilla. I am always really late to that party. <laughs> My uh, when I was a kid, my stepdad fucking uh built home theater systems like that was his hobby. Yeah, yeah. So we had a home theater system that would literally fucking shake the foundation yeah. of the home. I can only imagine Godzilla's roar through that that kind of foundation. Anytime he showed it off, he played the two thousands Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. Oh, the best Godzilla movie! <laughs> it was actually really yeah, good because that one had the soundtrack where it had a song from P Diddy and Jimmy Page. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, there's, even, there's even a music video for it. You can watch a music video with P. Diddy raps while Jimmy <laughs> plays, plays guitar in the background. Uh, Jesus wept. I, I had that soundtrack. <laughs> that's fucking excellent. But yeah, that's a new play in our house and fucking shake. So ever since then, I've been a little bit late. I think the last one I saw was the Brian Cranston one. Okay. Uh, that, so I'm like three movies behind. Yeah, I think that was the one with Eric Taylor Johnson and yep. yeah, wherever Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were, were, were lovers. All I remember uh, was the badass moment where uh, King Kong, no, sorry, not King Kong, uh, Godzilla Zilla. rips open the monster's yeah. mouth and then like, okay. breathes fire. I'm telling you this, you need to watch Kong Skull Island. It is a Go- great movie. Uh, the second Godzilla movie is good, aside from when there's humans in it. When there's not humans in it, it's good. Uh, but the human stuff is dumb. In that movie, but Conkle Island, the human stuff is all great, uh, and the movie's great too. Okay, so I need to have a, a three movie marathon of basically Kong Skull Island, Godzilla, and then Godzilla yes. versus King Kong. Th- th- that'd be the order to go in. Cool, uh, but yeah, anyways, next week, like we already <laughs> talked about a bit, we're talking to be talking about Invincible on Amazon Prime, or we'll just be talking about me watching either one, yeah, all three of these movies. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to that. We're both looking forward to that series uh, yeah. as well. Have We're you, both have big you fans of the book. It yet? No, I, I, I fully waited. Uh, uh, and that's been very difficult for me. To same do. here. Yeah, and avoiding like any talk about it or anything like that too. I've, there hasn't been a lot. There, uh, I've seen it in some of the corners that like I visit the internet. And I'm like, well, I need to Ooh, back out. You of must this. be so fancy. Yeah, boy. I visit the dark web. It's called uh, <laughs> Yahoo.com/slash/answers. Uh, question invincible well, is so, it good so what are the people saying what's well, the word I, it's weird because I keep talking about Mark Wahlberg and the Eagles and I'm very confused uh, what that has to do with Rob Kirkman's comic book but I guess Mark Wahlberg plays uh, the main character in say it say hi to your mother for me yeah <laughs> uh, as always you can email us at henchmanacomic.gmail.com uh, you can find us uh, wherever uh, people buy Nook books yes which I think is like Facebook, Instagram yeah. Nook books stuff. Yeah, no books. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> comics. I'm Alex Ashback. Uh, and I still subscribe to my Amazon Fire. Henshin ain't easy. Oh, dang.